It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Chateras here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And we are live, baby. We are live. We're doing a little watch along. We got the New York Jets facing the Atlanta Falcons today. We just saw the New York Jets win the toy cost. They deferred, so that they're probably just going to receive cost. in the second half. Coin cost. <laughs> coin toss. Whatever. Who cares, man? Who cares? I'll see you doing this. <laughs> we live. <laughs> We're live. It happens. We're live. Whatever. But guys, if you're already here, you already know what to do. If you listen to this podcast and you're already and you're not already subscribed, please make sure to do so. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us a five star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a review or comment. You can also find this podcast on the Daily Knicks with the Jet Press because we are partnered with Fansided and Minute Media. If you're watching this here, you obviously know we got a YouTube channel. So make sure to subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. Leave a comment, add to the conversation. We got the chat going. Make sure you give your takes, your opinions. We'll read it. We'll engage, we'll engage with you tonight. All right. And while you're also over here, make sure to check out Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, and our guy and co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport possible. If you need to put money down the line because you like sports betting, these guys got you covered. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. John, Greg, my guys, we are watching the New York Jets live. All right. Got some Monday night football uh, for preseason, preseason style. We don't have all the starters. We got some, not all, but hey, you take what you can get, especially after uh, a scare with Zach Wilson. So you could understand Robert Sala's, uh, thoughts and thoughts and opinions on why not all the stars are playing. But let's get into this, guys. Let's, let's start it off. Let's start this conversation off as we're about to watch, uh, the kickoff. John, what are you looking for tonight? What are you watching? What are you, what are your key? Who are you, what are you honing in on as, as the New York Jets face uh, the Atlanta Falcons? Dude, today is one of those nights where everything just lines up. Not only do we have the Jets, First Falcons in the preseason game on Monday Night Football. So they've been getting, you know, the ESPN ringer all day and all like the Fox Sports ringer all day. But nobody ever wants to talk about them. So that, that was fun. And we also got the Yankees and Mets, man. We got the Yankees and Mets closing out the Subway Series. I mean, really important series for both these teams. We got, you know, Scherzer on the mound versus Armand. I mean, life is good right now. But you asked me about who I'm honing in on on the Jets. Like you said, I'm really happy that we – uh, are not, you know, starting our starters. Probably got a little scare. I'm sure the rain today didn't help around New York. And, you know, we got the, the toy cost today and, uh, we deferred. So, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, we, we want to kind of see where, where, uh, where the pace is of this game. But more importantly, man, I think the Jets are going to set the pace this year with their defense. I mean, I, I think at any point in time, they're going to select to defer because, the, this team goes as far as the defense takes them. And 
who I'm honing in on, dude. I'm I'm hyped up. I, I mean, I, I, there's a lot of things I want to get into, but number one, I'm really excited that Michael Clemens is suiting up today after he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Dude, the man yep. is yeah. an absolute beast, dude. He doesn't care. I'm pretty, he definitely has broken ribs or something, and he's just out there in a preseason game, like ready to rock. Because honestly, the D line, dude. Oh, as oh no, is that Pitts too? All right, that is Kyle Pitts, so, man. Uh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, uh, there's a lot, a lot to talk about on this D line, but dude, this game is really important for me as well. A little extra sauce on it, no pun intended, because I was at that Jets Falcons London game, and dude, that was the Kyle Picks coming out game. And here we are. I was about to say, maybe we have a safety here, maybe we have a linebacker now, maybe Pitts won't put it to us, but 52 yard pass down the sideline, uh, that just went through. So. You know, I'm excited to see how the D-line goes. Obviously, I'm hoping that we can guard the tight end today. Uh, Greg, what are you looking forward to, man? As, yeah, as not Matt, off, Marcus Mariota is killing us right now. Not off, the us hot, not off to a hot start if you're wondering if we're going to be able to cover tight ends this year. I mean, Pitts is good, but boy, was he open. Uh, I'm excited for a lot of things, man. I mean, we're coming down to it. We got, what, two weeks left till the season starts, so roster cuts are going to be happening fast and furiously over the next two weeks. I'm interested in a couple key for us roster spots. I'm interested at running back, what we're going to do for number three running back. You know, we talked about Ty Johnson, Tevin Coleman, but Knight's been looking really good too. So I'm interested to see how much burn he gets tonight. Um, Wide receivers. uh, I think Smith had a couple catches last week. Mims had a couple catches last week. So what are we going to be doing there? And then as far as the defense goes, defensive line and cornerback, who is going to be making the, who's going to be making the cuts? Who's not? So, Listen, you know, it bro, sounds your like boy Hamza just got, is getting in, in the backfield over here at the goal line. He's trying to get to the roster. Yeah, exactly. So there's a few guys on the defensive line who had pretty good weeks last week too, who are also on the, the bubble. Um, so I'm interested, man, really interested to see how this D line shapes up. It's weird as a Jets fan to think about like we have where you have depth at any one position, but it does feel like at the defensive line, we do have some depth. So we're going to be cutting a good player or two, um, unfortunately, because everyone's been showing out pre- preseason Let's for go. us. So. Put some pressure on. Alex, anything that you're looking for in particular tonight as far I'm as the watching- Jets go? Yeah, I'm watching the defensive side. Look, we got Michael Clemens out there, right, after the injury that uh, John already noted. So looking forward to seeing what he can offer and also looking forward to watching uh, Sauce Gardner, baby. Come on. It's important to see how he is going to progress and going into this season. We're going to need him. We're going to need the secondary to be good. So really focusing on the defensive side. Uh, offensively, do you know? Do we know if we're going to see any Brees Hall? I don't think so. Uh, because I know we're not, all the stars aren't going to be playing, but if we do, I'd like to see Brees Hall get some action. Denzel Mims, you talk about him, Greg. I mean, we saw that he got the most catches last week, right, against the Eagles. I'd like to see him come out and still show some sturdy progression moving forward because it's only it's only important if we have enough depth, right, especially at the wide receiver yeah. position. We saw what happened last season. We lost Corey Davis. We lost Elijah Moore. It came down to Braxton Barrios and Denzel Mims not knowing where to line up on offense. So I'm looking for these. I'm looking for those guys in particular. That those who I'm focusing on for tonight's game. But overall, let's just see if we can as a, as both units. Can you actually get to the ball on the defensive side? Can you actually stop? Because look, it's always going to be a next man up scenario in the NFL. So you want to make sure we got appropriate depth offensively 
are is everything connecting? Are guys starting to get in rhythm and understanding what the Michael Four system is about? Are they able to run the short to intermediate routes and get out in space? And as a running backs, do you have the patience enough to find that hole or cut back when needed? So looking off, looking forward to all of this, man. You know, as right as of right now, it's not great seeing Kyle Pitts. Uh, you know, show us what he did last season while we're over in London. No one needs to see that all over again. I don't need <laughs> to see that. Not even preseason. Okay, enough, enough. Yeah, I, I got to rewatch to play, but it was definitely on Bryce Hall, uh, which is not which is not great for him. And, you know, it's funny, you know, as, as we talk a little bit about what we're going to see today, uh, we mentioned last episode, uh, you know, the players who, who, who play the most today, yeah, you know, their stats obviously are going to be high for volume. And you realize that if you're playing deep into, you know, this preseason game where, you know, starters didn't even suit up, I mean, you're probably at the end here. So this is where uh, we all get mad. We all fall in love with players at the end of the depth chart. You know, I'm I'm looking at myself here, right? <laughs> you know, especially we're talking about <laughs> yeah, like running backs, tight ends, wide receivers. You know, linemen who are actually going to be good this time around, right? Maybe that's that's not just a me thing. Uh, falling in love with our players, but hey, man, this we're talking about Kyle Pitts and Bryce Hall. We were, they got into the red zone. And we were able to stop them. Uh, Sherwood getting in on on the play. Hamza getting in on a play. Uh, I, I, we had um, what was it? Arley, uh, Bradley, and they uh, one one of one of the back end guys of the of the defensive end unit because there's some injuries as well. Sure. Uh, he he uh, he had a rush on Mariota, so he's trying to get into it. That that's impressive, man. With our backup guys, for the most part, uh, you know, even though this is. You know, our second string slash third. That's impressive, man. This is the Falcons' first string, okay? And we stink in the red zone, and we stink against third downs. <laughs> uh, we gave up a 50-yarder, and we were able to come back in a game that doesn't matter, right? We were able to actually care for two seconds and, and, and stop them. Like, that for me, that's that's a little bit of progress, right? It's it's a preseason game. You take it with a grain of salt. But this is what you watch for, right? Especially on the first series. Like, we're watching for specific players. We're watching for their mentality, I'm excited for this offense to get back on the field. But you guys have any thoughts on this uh, on this first drive here? Besides uh, Kyle Pitts owning our owning our lives, every every tight end, but especially Falcons tight ends, man. Whether it's Tony Gonzalez getting touchdowns at MetLife, or, or whether it's Kyle Pitts just owning us everywhere, uh, I'm I'm so sick of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the big thing that I saw, sorry, Alex, is just the Ben no, Dobrik defense. All good. You know, yeah, we gave up the 50-yard play, but we got right back to it. Some good plays by our D-line where we said we're going to be focusing tonight. Good coverage by the secondary, and we were able to get a stop. So, yeah, they got three points out of it, but no big plays after the big play. I think that's what was killer last year. It was just big play after big play. Like, sure, you're going to give up. It's the NFL. You're going to give up 50-yard passes. You're going to give up 30- or 40-yard runs. Just the other guys get paid, too, so... It's going to happen, but how do you respond to that? And I think, John, you were pointing that out, too, the mentality of this team. Yeah, the game doesn't matter, but it matters a whole lot to these guys because it, a big play here or there could keep them on the roster, keep them going all season. So I'm um, excited to see what this offense looks like when it gets when it trots out there. Yeah, looking forward to it. But I got a question for you guys because as we see – you know, they keep moving up the, 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 if you, if you do the kneel in the, in the, the end zone, right on the kick return, takes it to the 25 now. Do you think it makes any sense right now with guys who are kicking it so deep to even bring it, 
the ball out anymore. Like, I mean, we just watched the Jets bring it out. They lost yardage, right? I feel like at this point, if they're giving you 25 yards, they're giving you like a quarter of the way of the field. Might as well just like take the knee. I know part of it's to protect players from, you know, brain injuries and so forth to give them more of an incentive not to run it out. I think, I think I'm just going to keep taking. What are you guys' thoughts and opinions on that? Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think there's, there's a right, I don't know if there's a right answer to it because I think every team's a little different. Me personally, in these types of games, like preseason games, I would just take it, I would just kneel it, take it, take it at the 25. But if you have guys like Braxton Barrios or some of these other speedy, shifty guys, there might be data behind it that suggests like, hey, like one out of every hundred, they run out, they run for a touchdown. And over the course of a season, you know, you can mm-hmm. get two or three touchdowns out of it. So, you know, maybe there's some rhyme or reason to it. But to your point, Alex, I don't see the point in it because it feels like a lot of times we're starting at the 16 or 17. Right. <laughs> maybe there's some maybe there's some stats nerd out there that knows the right answer. So if you know, let us know. Yeah, I mean, definitely a super advantage when they moved it to the 25. Uh, but forget brain injuries. Just generally, I think the most injuries occur on special teams plays. Uh, as we start our offense here with uh, the Hall of Famer Mike White uh, at the helm and your boy Brees Hall, dude, out here. Uh, Thank God. Play action here. Uh, at first, Mike White making something happen on first down. Brees Hall, you know, kind of making something out of nothing. Um, the run, but a defensive holding. I mean, I, I was ready for the offensive holding. To, yeah, you, <laughs> don't see those, to. you don't see those too often. <laughs> Especially when I'm staring at this O-line we are the, we are in the backups with. Uh, I see, a, I mean, the Doga pretty much been our starter for a while, but I see Herbig in there. I see uh, the backup center. I'm, I'm not going to even try to pronounce his last name. So well, we, we got we got the backups in right now. So anything that Brees Hall is able to muster or Mike White is able to muster here, uh, I'm gonna be excited about. But in, in terms of special teams, dude, I'm happy. I'm happy that you're you're back on the special teams train, Alex. A- asking special teams questions, the one who gets mad at me when I talk special teams out here. And now, look look where we are, Alex. I don't want to talk about the division, uh, another division team, especially when we're playing. But everyone's praising the punter right now. Right. The, oh my goodness gracious! This was specifically Greg's punter. I wanted a punter, not necessarily him. I was okay with him, but dude, special teams matter. Special teams matter. It's a third of the game. They do matter. They do. They do. You think that today today might be a big day for that as well? And uh, it's a nice segue into Greg the leg versus oh. Eddie Pinheiro. I wonder if Pinheiro's playing. We'll see if any Pinero's playing, but we saw we saw some good uh, we saw a good pass from Mike White getting to third and four. And then you saw the pocket break down. Mike White trying to scramble, just need a little bit more of a quick step to to break away and get that first down. But looks like the Jets are going to be punting tough, it. Bro. It's the tough, man. I mean, we tough. saw Brees Hall, you know, second play of the game, gets the ball again, <laughs> lost two yards. Well, you don't have your starters in there, man, especially on the offensive line. That's the one thing. You know, we still need to get depth up. Like, if everyone's healthy, we have a fine line. When we start asking for the next man up for this team, just need all your thoughts and prayers for this team, man. Moving forward, in all honesty. Oh, man. But we punted to the Falcons. We have this guy doing a little weaving and bipping and bopping. I don't even know who this guy is. On the 25. Just how you like it. On the 25. Yeah, just how how I like it. So oh, we got man. the defense coming back out here. Uh, we mentioned Bryce Hall in the beginning. We mentioned Sauce Gardner. 
Let me ask you guys about Sauce Gardner real quick. Uh, do you guys want to see him? Let me start with this. Do you guys want to see him play this game today? Because we, we we coddle the offensive guys, right? The running backs, the the quarterback. Are we about to coddle? But we need to a cornerback too. I'm asking you guys. I don't know. Do, do you guys want to see him get reps or like? Is there? I do want to see him, get, him get hurt as a cornerback. I, I don't know. I think it's less likely as a corner to get hurt. Um, I think when I think about cornerback injuries, it's more of I don't like you know it comes down to the ligaments and stuff like that. Um, but I think he needs his reps, man. If you're if if you're Robert Sala and you're looking for this defense to take another step forward after what the secondary did, has done for this team, uh, especially what it did for him last season, which was it was bad. <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It was just bad. But we need to see everyone get as much reps as possible to be ready for this season. So, you know, you we see, want I want Sauce out there, man. I mean, come on. He's number one guy. He's our number one guy. Fourth overall. You want to see the action. Yeah, I mean, we literally have no first-team O-linemen or tight ends, no Corey Davis, no Elijah Moore, no Michael Carter, no Braxton Berrios. Uh, that, that's why I'm asking because I, I, I see the pedestal that you're putting him on because here's the thing. Man, we're going to play Monday night – I mean, Tuesday night quarterback – Right, depending on how this game goes. If somebody gets hurt, we're going to say, oh, we're so stupid. How can we let people play? You saw people getting hurt. It rained today. Right? But if he, do, do, if he does well, like, oh, yeah, he needs those reps. You know what I mean? There's nothing like uh, simulating game time <laughs> plays. Greg, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's tough. Like, Robert Sala, I think, talked about it last year. I think he might have mentioned it again this week with these joint practices. Uh, again, for those who don't know, we had joint practices this week with the Falcons leading up to this game. So they were in New York. We were practicing. And he was saying that last year from the Green Bay joint practices, they're a lot tougher. Yeah. Well, they're a lot tougher on the players than they are your regular practice. You know, you have your other teams out there. Everyone's going, you know, pretty hard for a practice. So they get beat up. They get banged up a little bit more than usual. Maybe that's why we saw a lot of the starters on offense, not playing some of the starters on defense, not playing. That being said, I do agree with Alex that like sauce needs some reps. Cause the, this, you know, the speed of the NFL is different than college, especially what he saw in Cincinnati week in and week out. So I think that's good, but I would say maybe a quarter, like he doesn't have to play a ton. What, yeah, whatever no, he the doesn't other have to play kind the of starters are playing. Cause I agree with you, Greg. Yeah. Sorry. I think that the reports have been pretty good on him out of camp. So, um, really just speed, seeing different things, kind of getting some tape to kind of learn from throughout the next week or two, that kind of stuff. Nothing too crazy. I mean, he's a student of the game too. Even if he's not on the field, he's going to be watching. He's going to be learning. So, um, of, Did you see that his boy, the wide receiver from Cincinnati, got a touchdown on him in practice? Mm, yeah, no, I didn't <laughs> see that. I, didn't see that. <laughs> I saw he picked off Ritter. Though. And, and, his and, yeah, it was Ritter. Ritter got the touchdown on him. Oh, and there we go. There, the, of course. Uh, yeah, so uh, here's a here's a play where our cornerback uh, jumps. Uh, I think that was Bryce Hall, and then we have just off the top of my head, uh, missed tackle here by is that Michael Carter? Not great, not great, man. Oh, he was down. Not great. Was Dude, he, down? he was down? Was he? Dude, his knee yeah, was I think his knee was down. Let me see that replay. Yeah, I think his knee was down. Oh, yeah, I'm a little yeah, bit yeah, behind yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. So I can yep, yep, yep. Uh, see if knee's okay. down. <laughs> Sorry, I was, saying, yeah, no, I was about fine. to say. I'm, lo- I'm watching like the replay guy. I'm, in the uh, I'm about out. to say. Out, <laughs> his knee was down. His knee was down. I'm pretty say, sure guy, it was Michael Carter. Preseason for the refs. 
preseason for the refs. Do you guys remember when we had uh, the college refs? Because <laughs> the, the NFL refs were on strike. Yeah, that was something. Was that that the, was, was something the, uh, indeed. The Seattle Green Bay was the was the 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 game to end the the lockout, huh? For them, yeah, the fail Mary. Yep, fail yep. Mary, all time yep. moment. But I yeah, I mean, let me ask you a question about this Falcons team. Is this going to be the worst team in the NFL? <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even playing around. I don't think I so. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I think All they're right. going to be pretty. I think they're going to be somewhere between bad to mediocre, but I don't think they're going to be the worst, worst team. I think Detroit always has a nice running to be the worst team. <laughs> Detroit, okay. Cleveland. I mean, come on. You got Deshaun Watson out for, was it 11 games? Cle- what does Cleveland got right now? Uh, yeah, Cleveland, no, Detroit. I mean, they're good everywhere else but quarterback, but. That's the most important position. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett stinks. I'm with you. I mean, yeah, I think, I, mean, I think there's a few teams. I think Seattle. I think uh, who else kind of stinks? I mean, Jacksonville. Jacoby like Brissett catching a stray on this show. Woof. To be, to be honest with you, I, I, uh, I mean, you guys could turn into winning picks weekly uh, for this when we talk when we talk NFL conferences, but. I think Arizona has a running out here. A, 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 a long shot to be one of the worst wow. teams in the NFL, man. Arizona. They, lo- they lose all their guys on offense and defense. I don't understand. <laughs> like I, 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 That's the one I don't get. Uh, and here we have a wide open. Tight end. Like tight end. Yep, Fisker. Fisker. Yep. <laughs> Keep Giggles in the comment. <laughs> Kept Giggles in uh, the comments talking about the Bears. Bears stink. Yep. I'm with Bears you. Stink, yeah, Bears are going to be bad too. They, they still have a good defense, but... I don't know what Mitch Trubisky is. Like, I, don't even, I don't even know oh what that my. is. Oh, my. Carolina. Just does, Tyler does like a, 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 a nice banana route just to get out. Not banana route, I mean, but a nice like, little small found, wheel route to get out. They found a huge gap between. And they look like the corners or the they have a line going and the safety is just confused. And we know that the free safety is an issue. Uh, that has not been resolved. No, I mean, Jordan At was all. banged up this week, too. I mean, uh, when isn't he banged up? So he's out there trying his best. I'm surprised he's actually playing because we've been arresting a lot of people. So it's not looking Dude, good. Not wide looking good. Open. Wide, Jesus, wide, wide open. Greg. <laughs> wide open. Dude, I, it's, it, it might be the easiest bet in the world to just take the over on every single tight end against the Jets for the last like five <laughs> years, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah, just their, their game prop. I will never forget. It ends in fantasy, bro. It's nuts, dude. Never forget the Darren Waller game. Never forget. <laughs> dude, it's a, it's yeah. a, you know, it's funny, guys. Yo, like, Marcus Mariota is staying. What is going on? Hey, man. Yo, I'm about to say. I'm about listen, to say. Listen, this team is, is really struggling against our literal fourth and fifth string guys. Like Tenzel Smart. Who's going to get cut? Is the guy? He's gonna that, be a cu- yeah, he's side. a cut guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's who we're going. Like, you know, that's that's who they're playing against right now. We're, we're getting him out of the pocket. We're making them look a little flimsy out here, which is pretty nice for us. Again, it's all about the intensity. Our secondary stinks, man. Our, our linebackers. I mean, obviously, uh, Quan and CJ aren't playing here, but the other ones need work, man. I love that Jermaine Johnson's in. I don't want to see him sit yep. out. But are you guys like? Yeah, no, I want. So, Oh, we're pretty much we want defensive players to play. Is that what we're at here? Yeah, yes, yes. Well, not even just just rookies. I want young guys to play. I don't care about CJ Mosley. Wow, He's good. there it is. 
you know, we need we need young guys to get reps in this game because I don't know how you pronounce that last name. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Okay. Zacchaeus. Okay. Yeah, he's a beast. But you know, you know, you know who's having a tough, <laughs> a tough uh, preseason here, man. Is Bryce? Oh, Bryce Hall, Yo. dude. Oof. This is uh, this is why yeah. the Jets decided to go draft a corner and say, you know, remember when everyone was getting upset when Connor Hughes wrote saying. Uh, you know, the Jets believe that these guys are more third than they are twos. And we're seeing it right now. <laughs> and we're seeing it right yeah, now. He just got burned. He just got straight up burned. Yep. Cool was a beast, dude. I love cool. Anyway, I wish we had cool. This is Mariota's look pretty good though to start. He's moving around. That's another reason why I don't think the Falcons are going to be the worst team. So I think they have a quarterback. Some of these teams that we talked about, like, Cleveland, like Seattle, uh, like you know, they don't really have a Carolina yeah. might be a bad team this year with all the stuff they have going on. They don't really have the quarterback position figured out. Mariota's not great, but Mariota's serviceable. You at least know what you're getting with Marcus Mariota, and he's he didn't sign a big deal. He needs to play well on a two year deal if he wants another contract. So I think this is a big year for the Falcons. Problem is the division, man. The division's pretty tough with the Saints and the uh, Tampa Bay. The yeah. It'll be, it's going to be tough for the Falcons. I mean, you, I think they'll be fine. Mariota, I think he's going to be revitalized to a certain degree because he lost his job in Tennessee. You know, he didn't have any options. He didn't have, he didn't have, he didn't have a job out in Oakland or not Oakland, but Las Vegas, I should say. Las Vegas. Get out. Get out. Oh, sorry. Little Mets, track right, little Mets morning, Yankees talk right there. Porch. Morning track right porch for Scherzer. He would have, uh, for Rizzo, he would have blew this game out of the water for Scherzer. Sorry, I had to interrupt you, Alex. For a second, I thought you I said get out. I said Oakland instead of, instead of Las Vegas, but no, for Vegas. Uh, <laughs> getting old too serious Vegas. over here. Speaking of Las what about Vegas. It? What about them? We mentioned Tampa Bay. Can we just, can we just talk about this? We are, this is the Jets pod. We talk about how number 12 deserves to be in prison for a, a number of reasons. And here's another reason that just comes through. Did you, did you see? I'm not sure if you saw Alex, but what we're talking about is uh, UFC president Dana White breaking some news and confirmed by NFL B reporters that, that Tom he had Brady a deal, almost went. <laughs> yeah, deal for Tom Brady and Gronk to go to the silver and black. But John Gruden, out of all people, is the one that nixed it. I mean, this guy was talking to every single girl at the party, bro. Every single <laughs> girl at the party. And, and everyone's like, oh, he's so loyal. This guy, he's, 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 this guy is the best quarterback, the best player to ever grace us. We all need to be like him. Our children need to be like him. We need to eat like him. This guy's the worst. This guy is literally the worst, dude. The Raiders, the Dolphins. Where else does he want to go? Apparently, Tampa Bay went there. Tampa so Bay three teams wants to stay in New to. England. Where yeah. else? It's crazy. Everywhere. Prison. Yeah. Does he want to go to prison? The guy deserves <laughs> to go to prison. But yo, Tampa yeah. Bay's gonna have a tough time this year. Besides the fact that he's old and they can't cover yo, prime time game, the old the offensive step. line is tough this year. They are banged. They talk about banged up offensive line. The Tampa Bay has quite possibly the worst offensive line in the league right now. If the league, if the league were to start right now, they might have the worst offensive line. 
No doubt about that. But I'm sorry. I just saw the stat line for Marcus Mariota right now. He's six for eight for 132 with a touchdown. That is just comical stat line. This is, we're just talking about comedy at this point. It's, it's, it's halfway through the first quarter. And it, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. If this was a fantasy game, woo. Pick so it up, Marcus Mariota. Here? What do you think the problem is here? Is there anything this is the tight ends because they made the big plays? <laughs> is, that, is that really what we're boiling it down to? I think it comes down to oh my god, Woo! tipping. <laughs> we're tipping things for the other for the <laughs> planet. Oh my was goodness! Jeff Smith, so Jeff save, Smith, you're about to get caught. Bro. Save me, man. Save me, man. Yeah, I just looked at I was watching the replay, dude. To the, your point about uh. What the pro- 31 is? drops last season, second most in the NFL last year by the New York Jets. Remember that. <laughs> we can't yeah, be having this. Heard we got Joe Garrett Flacco. Wilson out there. Can we see him get some action? That's another person. That's another person I want to see out there for a little bit. Garrett Wilson, get some reps, get it going. I said he has. He had a pretty good game last week, was able to get some separation. Can he do you shall it again receive. this week? Ask and you shall receive. And I saw a button over Garrett Wilson here. From the Hall of Famer Mike White. Uh, definitely <laughs> nice separation, too. Like he got the step, got the hand on, was able to turn Box back him around. Out. The, the, ball, the ball was a bad ball. <laughs> that, that was, that ball was, was a bad, bad pass. Ball. Yeah. That was good, man. Everybody's talking. First wide receiver to be drafted in the first round by the Jets since 2001. My Santana goodness. Moss, baby. Santana Moss. Sant- I miss Santana Moss. That was fun. No, he could fun be time. Santana Moss, dude. If a, lo- a, a lot of... Uh, a lot of talk about uh, Elijah Moore really stepping up, looking mm-hmm. unguardable. Flacco mm-hmm. talk all these magical words talking about Flacco getting him the ball. I like that, but I really don't like Wesco getting a false start here. Wesco, you know how we, you know we always talk about the tight end room here. Are you guys shocked? You think Ruckert's going to get an after? Or you think Ruckert's not playing today? I think hope Ruckert gets some action, man. We're, we're, we I think after of, all of our we need all of our rookies to get some action, man. Woof. Was that tipped or was that just underthrown? That had been tipped. That had been tipped. not having a great game here. Yeah, not at all. So, Kev, Kev Giggles telling us that the Steelers' O-line also terrible. Uh, going back to n- – nice to keep in mind. I mean, let's look ahead a little bit, week two. About to say, let's look ahead a little bit. We, we joke around that we got the Flacco Ravens. You know, week one matchup. Week two, we got Jacoby Brissett. Have the Greg talk a little smack about him. Week three, we got the Steelers, right? Or is that the be- – yeah, we got the Steelers. Week three, we got yeah, – uh, or is that week no. four? No, I thought week – let me check. Let me pull up the – let me pull up the I know it's the whole real north. Quick. Yeah, we got the entire – Oh, Cincinnati week three. For no and reason. then Pittsburgh week four. So week three, week three will be a, all tough. But then we're at Pittsburgh week four. Hopefully they don't figure it out yep, by week then. four. There's a chance, man. There's a chance that even with backup, with a backup quarterback, we could actually get some uh, some wins early here. How, how do you, how do you guys see? Uh, I mean, we're sitting here in the first quarter. My uh, Mike White just got the rough in the passer call. Coach of the Falcons freaking out. Brees Hall still in getting reps. Yaboa's in. Let's go. Let's Kenny. go. Get, let's go. Yaboa's getting in there. Oh, the running plays. We love to see that. What do you guys think about you know the prospect of this uh, of the first four games versus the versus the North here? I think the Jets had the opportunity if they if relying on Flacco, 
I think the Jets actually have an opportunity to go minimum two and two. Minimum two and two. Wow. That would be huge. I, I got that's that's halfway throw over on the, the whole season, man. <laughs> that would be amazing. I think <laughs> the Jets have I think I think the Browns and the you gotta look at the Browns and the Steelers as like your winnable games because you got you don't got a quarterback. So that's just gonna be a that that should be leading in the Jets' favor. And then it comes down to the Steelers like Steelers are not gonna be that good, man. That's no that's the other opportunity. I question if we could beat the Ravens. Tom never had a losing Tom never had a losing record. Yeah. I don't remember the last time we had a winning record. (laughs) Just one winning record. I remember. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. You got to stay up for that one. Come on, man. You got to, you got to fight through that. That's not a Garrett Wilson. I know it's third down. Now I know it's a, it's technically, you know, we're, we're punting it, but. That ball, that has, that ball has to be ahead of him, man. Both balls behind him. I'm, I'm glad he got it. But if, he, if it was in front of him, he would have got away from that guy. You know what I mean? He made the catch. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's the type of thing that I think Flacco, uh, I hate to say, is going to be better than Zach Wilson at. He's going to put the ball in the right spot. 100%. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Switching 100%. over to Yankees Mets for a second. Herman going a little head hunting here on James McCann. You see that, Greg? Yep. That sounds about right for the Yankees. I expect nothing less. Does this 3-0 sound right, too? Do you expect that for the Yankees-Mets game today? With Scherzer on the mound? Early, yeah. Scherzer's been okay this season. It hasn't been anything spectacular. we got to hit the ball. You got we'll two. start hitting. you got two hits. Do you yeah, think we'll Marcus Mar- does Marcus Mariota get over 200 yards? And, uh, <laughs> is, is he, he actually coming back in? To- yeah, he's coming back in. He's warming up. He's got his helmet on. Does Marcus yeah. Mariota get 250? <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> is that the over under? In this series, no, 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 no. It's not even an over. I'm, not, I'm just saying for 250 for this series right now. Like, can can he get? It? I mean, he's at. That's what I'm saying. He's like at 132. He did that within two series. <laughs> yeah. Can he get? Can he get to 250? I want Desmond Ritter, baby. I want Desmond Ritter in. Bring, bring me Ritter. Yeah, but like how Marcus Mariota is playing is how I expect Joe Flacco to play week one. Like I expect it to be the balls to be on time. They be to be in the right spot to the right guy. Like Marcus Mariota is playing well. He's playing against like John said, third, fourth string guys. Like to your point though about how we could start the season, I'm not as optimistic. I think like one and three is more realistic. Um, that might even be pushing it just because these teams are so stacked compared to our team. Like the Ravens, everyone's talks about they don't have anyone to catch the ball. They're going to figure it out. They might have two great tight ends there. They have a wide receiver in Bateman. Dude, Mark, they don't need to really pass Mark the ball Andrews, with Marcus Jackson. Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely are going to murder us, Greg. Yeah, it might be the best <laughs> tight end combination in the league. Yeah, they're going to murder us, bro. And we can't cover tight ends. Likely looks incredible, as we said, all in these episodes. You can go back 30 episodes when we started talking about the draft. And we talked about Likely all offseason. He looks incredible so far this preseason. Mark Andrews is top three tight end in the NFL. So Lamar Jackson, top quarterback on a contract year, likes to run. Our linebackers stink. Yeah. I mean, they like to run the ball. Cleveland might be our, well tomorrow. I agree. <laughs> Cleveland might be our best chance, and even then, their defense is stout. You know, our, our, and we're in Cleveland week two. 
So it's our first road game yeah, of the season. But we know Might how tough, tough it is for defenses. We know how tough it is for defenses to win the game. Uh, like the, you have to be on point the entire time, especially you could be on the field the entire time. That's just a sure. tall, that's a tall, that's a tall order, man. That's why I think, and same thing with the Steelers too. Like Steelers, you have yeah, Mitch Trubisky. That. You're going to tell Mitch Trubisky is going to keep them in the game. He could have. How long is he going to last the, before they change quarterbacks? I think well, it might be a hot take. I think he's going to be all right. I think he's going to be through the. Yeah, I think, I think Mitch is going to be the entire season. You think he's going to be good, like win win football games? No, no. I think right? it's going to be like a chance. I th- no, I don't believe that. No, absolutely not. Greg, so I think if, he's going to make the playoffs with Mitch's quarterback all season. I do. You do what? Yeah, I think the I mean, Steelers I mean, the can. First- what what like, gives you? I want I want to know this. What gives you confidence in Mitch Trubisky to say the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to make the playoffs? I just I just think that in in Chicago it didn't work out. I think he went to Buffalo for two seasons. Maybe he looked pretty good when he had the opportunity. I think a lot of Chicago stuff was Matt Nagy. I don't think Matt Nagy was ready for the job at all. I don't think, and I also think Mike Tomlin, to John's point, is a freaking winner year in and year out. He's not going to ask Mr. Trubisky to do a lot. And when he does ask Mr. Trubisky to throw the ball, they have possibly the best wide receiving core in the NFL. You have Najee Harris ran for 1,200 yards and uh, two dozen touchdowns last year, dozen touchdowns, whatever he did. He might be a top five running back in the league. The offensive line stinks. That's true. The defense is incredible. The schedule is kind of tough, but it is what it is. I mean, the schedule is tough every year for the AFC North. They all play each other. They're all pretty good. So that, you know, Cincinnati has the number one schedule, but the Steelers have the number two schedule. I mean, yeah, but in this case, I mean, yeah, sure. Bengals week one, that always happens. Patriots week two. I mean, it's Belichick, even though people saying Patriots are going to stink, including us. And then they got a Thursday night versus Cleveland. Short, you know, uh, the week and a half against the Jets, that, that's a problem. But then they got Bills, Tampa Bay, you know, back to back. That's tough. You know, they could, they could be looking, they could be sitting, looking at the Dolphins and the Eagles week seven and eight with one or two wins. You know what I mean? Because like, they also cut it out four. Six. You think they can grab four I, wins I out of Bengals, Patriots? I mean, Browns, Jets would have to be the two wins and then Bills. Ooh, we toss. Ooh, they're going to win those? There you go. We said, we said the Bucks kind of might stink this year. The, 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 uh, Bengals is a coin flip game every time just because it's the AFC North for the AFC North. You can throw out the record books for those games. Sure. You know, and the Bill or the Patriots, really not too worried about them. Yeah, Bill Belichick's there, so it's going to be tough, but. The, the the Patriots. I mean, we could, I could do a whole segment on the Patriots. They just don't have talent on the roster right now. They need to get better players. You can only scheme so much if you're Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So, yeah. So with Ritter out here, I, looks like Mar- oh, Mariota. Let's go. Oh, oh it's still Mariota. Oh, dude, Goodry, nice play. Well, nice play on the defense. Oh, you're on the defense. I'm on offense right now, bro. Watching the offensive side. Yeah, Mike White's out there, five of six so far. Oh, yes, sir. I gotta change on my stream. Wow, they're showing the John. Oh wait, who? Wait. Oh no, oh, they're, Dan... they're showing the Dan Orvlowski uh, yeah, run out of bounds. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just saw who was that? Was that uh, Hall again on the run on second down? 
Uh, I don't pretty it? nice run. Whoever it was. I think that was think what that number was it? I, I was stuck on the defense. I was a little delayed. 20, I guess I got stuck in the commercial. <laughs> 23. Was it Coleman? I don't know. I didn't I catch 20, it. I think 23 is Coleman. But Coleman is 23. Coleman's playing today? Yeah, Coleman was in there. He just did the run for the first down. That is interesting. It's pretty nice. And that's what I was saying to start the show. I'm kind of interested in who's going to be getting these running back touches for us because... You know, at like this Michael po- Carter. At this point, Tevin Coleman's career, if he's out there, do we really need to know? We know who Tevin Coleman is. Michael Carter, I'm interested in because he didn't play. I, so yeah. that means he's a starter, right? Is I mean, he a starter or do we just know or are we just confident with him and we need like like we were saying with all the rookies, like Hall still needs reps. It's not it's not college anymore. You need to see NFL speed where Michael Carter had all that last year, and he was one of our best players last year on offense. I think for running back, you don't need that many reps. I think you, I think the running back position, you can actually be a little bit more. You still need reps. Let me get, let's, let's phrase. I don't think you need that many reps as a running back because I think one, you want to keep the legs fresh for the regular season. Two, with the New York Jets in the situation that they have with essentially five running backs on this team. <laughs> I think you got to figure some things out. Do you want to keep Tevin Coleman? Do you want uh, P. Ryan on this team? You know, who, who who's going to be on this depth chart outside of Michael Carter and Brees Hall? So, like, Brees Hall showed some good stuff. We're pretty confident what Brees Hall can do at this point. I think if you want to see Tevin Coleman and you're trying to see, hey, do does this veteran that we have on the team, can he still, does he still have some tank left in the gas? Can he still execute the Michael Force system? You know, that's, uh, that's the time that, that's, the, that, these are the, this is the stuff that we need, guys. This is the, this is the information uh, that we need right here. And the way that he was able to maneuver, all right, with this type of offensive line to still get the first down. Hey, man, he's just showing his value. He's like, yo, man, I got this. I got yeah, this. Yeah, to your old legs. If you can do it tonight with this offensive line, I mean, you should be able to do it with our starters because. This is tough. This is almost not fair to do if you're trying to figure out who the running back's going to be to trot him out with, you know, our third string offensive line guys. So, can you imagine? Salah's so, so like, look, man, your, your your job is all dependent on if you can actually make it through this offensive line. Yeah, <laughs> I would say something about our offensive line, which I'm not ready to say yet, even though it's not looking great this off season so far. Yeah, not 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 encouraging right now, especially with all the injuries and, and stuff. Starters, yes. Does, starters, yes. No, tonight with this, I'm not encouraged by the backups. <laughs> oh yeah, but I'm encouraged by our, our starters for sure. As uh, for sure, for sure, for gets sure. out of the sixth inning with Sully Marte flying out to right field here. Ooh, we got five I, whiteouts. I'm excited about the offensive line. Actually, our our starters. Oh, yeah, I mean, we need we need to address it. Like, we're gonna need to we're gonna need free agents and draft picks over the next few years to really right the ship because Fant and Brown aren't the guys moving forward for this year. It's okay, but if Zach Wilson is the guy, he's gonna be around for fifteen okay. years. I gotta ask you then, Greg. Yeah, are we gonna resign George Fon, or, we, or is he gonna just play out this year on a uh, right tackle? Like, how can how can the Jets even convince this man? To not only go back from left tackle to right tackle, but also not pay him. I, I who is negotiating for the Jets? <laughs> yeah, I also don't know like what our cap situation is. Um, I can't pull up anything because because uh, we're live streaming and stuff. But you know, if we have the room to do it and it's a modest contract, I I would say keep them. Just because for you're not a couple years at right. 
Yeah, you know, we got a hold a on deal. Uh, uh, on Wesco right now, so we're going to be bringing it back after a oh. okay Ty Johnson run. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, but um, I'm I'm okay with signing for a couple of years because your chances are you're not going to be able to address the left tackle, or you don't want to address the left tackle and the right tackle in the same off season, just because that's very tough to do an offensive line. Um. You know, I don't know. I, I I would keep him. Just I would pay him because he's he's shown out for us before. He's played for us before, and he's stepped up in a big way when we needed it. And he played well. And if it takes a three year deal to keep him happy, keep him at the right tackle position to start the season, I'm completely okay with that. Because moving I mean, forward, then he can move to left if we draft the right. He could stay at right if we if we need to stay at right. Because we have to address it. We have to address it at some point the interior line. The guard position's okay. We're going to need a center at some point, too. So still a lot of pieces we need on this offensive line moving forward over the next five years or so. Here's the thing, dude. Dwayne Brown, he he has a an ascending contract where yep. it's low guarantees this year, but it's high guarantees next year. I mean, he's going to likely be our starting left tackle next year, honestly. Uh And so it, it begs the question, do we want to give guaranteed years for fire, right tackle, and then – then you draft all, you know, if you draft a premier, you're going to bench him. It's just going to look tough behind five. I don't know. It's just, it's a tough call, man. I I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, if, if, if I don't, if, if I'm sitting from afar, I don't have to deal with feelings. All right. I don't have to deal with like consequences from an organization or from the players or from an agent. I'm yep. just like, yo, play this hat at right. We're going to figure it out next year. Like the, the, the Ohio State right tackle looks amazing. We can grab him. We have Dwayne Brown, and then we'll figure out left tackle, you know, the year after. Or if Dwayne Brown gets hurt, you can switch to left. Dwayne Brown will have to eat that money, and then you'll hang out, and we'll pay you. You know, but I don't know if the Jets can do that. You know what I mean? There, there's so many moving parts here. Yeah, and that's my thing is I don't know what the, what the budgets are. I don't know what Dwayne Brown's making this year versus next. What Fonz deal would be? So it's kind of tough to say it all now. But if it was me, if me personally, I feel like you need three or four tackles on your team. So. If we end up keeping both these guys, Brown and Fant, for next year, we draft the Ohio State guy, and he's good. He can be our third tackle for next year. And, you know, I hate to say it, but we already know it with Becton. Someone's going to get hurt. It happens. It's the NFL. It's a violent sport. You see it every week. So um, you need three or four tackles, and the tackles are the most important position. I mean, you, we, Zach Wilson can't be under pressure for the next three years. It's never going to – nothing's ever going to happen if he's just – Running for his life like Mike White's been most of the night tonight. Did they just call Gary Wilson Lynn Swan? Yes, they did. Okay, cool. All right, so, so when Greg calls me the crazy person, I'm just going to uh, officially just cite that ESPN in preseason week two. <laughs> called Gary Wilson Lynn Swan. Because <laughs> that, that was a little, that was a bit much there. I, I'm I not going to lie. Elijah I did not, Moore. <laughs> I did not li- I did not like nice. the play calling for this series. I didn't like how we went after uh, the holding that we went to a screen, screen and then pass on second and twenty. <laughs> yeah, like I hate that. I hate that call, man. I that's like giving up. That's to me, that's giving up. You you are you automatically give up this series when you go screen. Like yes, okay, could it potentially thing, work? Could it potentially what you want work? To do? Absolutely. You want to do you want to do a, a five to seven step drop? With no offensive lineman, like Mike White's just going to get murdered, and nobody's, and it's going to be a minus play. So I get why you want to have a third and manual situation. No, 
Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, you could at least try. I mean, we just saw them pass the ball pretty well and get some decent protection. You could even do, like, quick look, hot read, something along those that line. You can just, if you give Mike White the capability to look for the hole in the defense on someone who, you know, where, or you, let's say you use Garrett Wilson, right? Let's say you use Arlen Swan. You know that he can go up and go grab it. You say, you know that he can just blow by people. I'm going to a, I'm looking for him. I'm seeing if the corner's pressing. If that's the case, hot route, throw it up and over, let him get to work. That's what I'm doing. Just try and do something, man. I hate this. All right, guys, we're going to screen. Cause if you're talking about the offensive line, the offensive line is not going to block a screen, but create like the, the, the holes for a screen either. So, uh, I'm not a fan of that play calling. I don't, cause I know it's going to tra- I know this is going to translate because we saw it last season and the season before. I know it's just going to translate to the regular season. So I'm just getting ready to be frustrated just talking about this on a consistent basis. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> just so frustration let's is tee it up. Let's tee it up from now. We're going to complain about the play calling. Got it. Yeah. Yes. Put it on the notes. Put it on the notes. <laughs> put it on the notes. Put on the notes, screen pass, second and 20, because of West Coast hold. <laughs> My question, I, I kind of agree with Alex a little bit. I get it, John, your point too. But like, when has a screen pass worked? Very rarely. The When's last time I remember... It works almost every game. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every the Jets, single though. game. <laughs> the Jets. I, I'm not kidding. We're, we saw, we, we've seen, seen Raheem Mozart White. break 75 yards uh, on a first touch on the series. I think the last time I saw a play like that as a screen is when they did uh uh Ray Rice. Hey did it hey diddle diddle Ray Rice up the middle. That was the last time. <laughs> last year, uh James White did that to us twice. Two games. <laughs> they literally won the game for throwing screen pads. Screen oh pads he did. Oh, what are you talking about, so bro? every single every I'm single so game angry that you happens. reminded me of that. Stop. Yeah, shout out to oh, him for so retiring. Angry. Thank God. <laughs> I'm so happy that he's gone, but we're done dude, with running that, backs, yeah. r- running backs out of the backfield and tight ends absolutely murder us, and it's not a coincidence that our linebackers stink at coverage and we have no safeties. Uh, none of that's Ooh. a coincidence. I mean, honestly, Jamal, oh, here you go, here you go. Here's a screen pass. <laughs> here's Ritter. Yeah, exactly, dude. Ritter comes out, throws a screen pass, gets uh, thirty yards. Like I literally uh, told you, like it works perfectly. What do you mean? What's a lot? I see every game against it us perfectly against <laughs> us. We can't execute. Yeah, all let the me time. clarify that. When is the last time it worked for us? Yes, it does, but like, we're we're watching. And we're it like, doesn't. We can do that. Why can't we? Like, you know, their offensive line stinks, so they're bailing out. They're on the screen. It's working for everybody, but it just doesn't work for us, man. That was unbe- that was unbelievable time, and they did it on the very first <laughs> unbelievable drive. <laughs> who would it? So who at ESPN is doing this? Okay, who who's making this call? Who's okay, sitting in the, who's sitting in the wire to Atlanta? <laughs> uh, you see Clemens there? He just wrapped him like a bear, dude. Just <laughs> ran ran from the other side and grabbed. And to your point about Clemens too, banged up this week. Didn't practice some of the some of the practices we had uh, with the Falcons this week. Toughed it out, did his, you know, conditioning, all the stuff he needed to do on the sidelines, got ready for the week, showing up, making plays already. So that's, oh, that's huge. Oh, wow. That's huge yeah, and, from a rookie. You know what else is huge wow. on the side of that spectrum? Solomon Thomas, veteran. He's yep. playing. You know what I mean? Uh, a player who would never play. He's fighting for that roster spot as Alex Wow's first down here against, uh, uh, this is our, you know, uh, one of our linebackers fighting for a spot, right? And Delshawn Phillips, 
Achilles heel, John, the tight end. Trying to cover a tight end. He's trying to cover a tight end, dude. Anyone. anyone, Like, like that's the playbook, bro. Like, if if someone just calls me that I'm about to play the Jets, I'll I'll tell them exactly what to do. Like, they don't have to watch a lot of film. Like, they don't have to do anything. I will tell you. It's very simple. Give it to your running back outside the backfield. Bait the linebackers. Give them one-on-ones and just throw it to the tight end. Like nothing else matters. You're gonna get first downs, dude. It's amazing. And then you'll you'll break a corner once in a while. Man, so easy playing. The wow, Jets. this is this this is getting ready. <laughs> it feels like this feels like last season. We're just getting ready to tee up the same things we've been saying the last couple of years, John. Tight end. No, that has to change. These are our backups. Here's the thing. Here, here's here's the one positive thing here, Alex. We're sitting here preseason week two, second quarter with our third and fourth string guys. These are all guys that we recognize not only because we're Advent NFL and Jets fans, but because these were our starters last year. <laughs> these were our literal starters. Like we have Marshall, yeah. we have Hamza, we got Sherwood, like we got we're hyped about Solomon Thomas, we got Bryce Hall, we got good. Oh, like, Bryce Hall is our number one cornerback. Yeah, like these are our starters, bro. <laughs> you know, like Clemens is has every single tackle right now. <laughs> it was just hilarious. I think they just put a hold on him. Uh I think he's definitely going to make this team. I think right off the bat, just from the first half of this game, I would say that Tanzel Smart, Jabari Zuniga, Bradley Anay. Can I say Tevon Wesco? Like Trevon Wesco with the, with the two flags? I mean, maybe he's going to be, be here till at least like the, the cut down to 53 so they can put him on the practice squad. Right? Yeah. Maybe he'll, he'll make the next five. But I think for the next five, at least, I really think Jabari... Uh, Denzel Smart, Bradley Anay, those are three guys that are definitely gonna uh, lead that pack there. Probably ended up with a couple end end guys. Yeah, I I think that one of the one of the running backs is gonna go here. I really do. I think one of the running backs is gonna go in this cut, and I wonder if it's gonna be Zonovan or P Ryan. I wonder what today's gonna look like. Do you, if you're you know, Joe Douglas and you get rid of uh, Michael P Ryan, how do you feel? Fine. Yeah, here's the thing, dude. Like. If you're well, so I'm just saying that was about part the of headline. Yeah, but listen, if you're so worried no, I'm about, not the talking about the headline, that, like talking- my draft guys, like he sucks. Like it, it, it's already written. It's already written. So he's not. You know, drafted someone. He's not a starting player. Like he's barely a depth chart guy. It's already written. You know what I mean? Whether or not he gets a cut and Rich Simini makes the tweet and then makes an article that gets spun around. You know what I mean? Like you can't. You just can't <laughs> think about that. I mean, Joe Douglas. He just physically can't. Don't watch this Yankees play, John. Oh no! Oh, it's All right, go ahead, Alex. Oh, I cried. But I, 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 another to a tight end, dude. Is that a tight end? Eighty-three, dude. What's happening? I you think this Jets is not too. foreshadowing? This is foreshadowing. I hate the Jets. This is. Do too. you think so, Alex? Do you think we're gonna have trouble this year with tight ends all season long? Because we're gonna see week one, we're gonna have a problem. I can tell you that already. They got two in Baltimore. Oh no! I think. I Tough think. Play, uh, Greg. I, Tough pop up to right field that the the players drop. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one to swallow. I, th- little, I think little it is, Castro, I think... little Castro versus A Rod vibes. Woo, woo, oh, not good. That was a good tackle. That was a good tackle. Good tackle by Parks on that. On, on that, uh... Willie Parks. That's on, yeah, that's Willie gonna, he's gonna get tackle. so much time at, at safety. He caught that screen early. He's like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> He's like, not again. Okay, 74. They gave that away so fast. He's 74. Get off that line. <laughs> He's sprinting yeah, to the secondary. Um, but I think that this is a little bit foreshadowing, Greg, to answer your question. 
I, yeah. I like I think we're not going to with our starters. I would not expect to be abysmal, but I still expect some struggling. Um, as we just see another first down by the Atlanta Falcons to Bird. Is that Crazy, all, Bryce Hall? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bryce Hall getting worked by the small guys, but there's a flag. Yep. But I think this is a little yep. bit of foreshadowing, Greg, to answer your question. I think there is. I like I said, it's not going. It won't be horrendous as we've seen the last couple of years. But you think that with the way the defense has been, you know, been preached by Salah, Albrecht, is that there's going to be a rotation. Not everyone's going to be out there for a long time trying to keep guys fresh. And if we're seeing right now that our second and third string guys can't even cover these first strings like Kyle Pitts and the remainders of uh, the Atlanta Falcons. And right? company. Yeah, Kyle Pitts and yeah. company because that's really who they have. They have no other brand names. Yeah. Oh, I'm no. not looking too forward to this, man. Vogelback capitalizing with a yeah, two-run shot. He's a stud. Like I said, Yankee fans, I mean, if we, if we can just have a second here before we end out this pot on the Jets topic, the amount of text messages and tweets and all the stuff I saw from Yankees fans in the first inning just shows you how scared you guys are. You're so nervous. You haven't been playing nervous, good. Bro. It has nothing to do with you guys. We're nervous about ourselves, man. We've, we've, had a, we've lost like 13 out of 16 games, bro. It has nothing to do with us. And then we have what everyone tells us. Is is the number one and number two pitchers? So scared. We got Herman, who everyone tells us is the worst pitcher. But you know, this is how ba- that's how baseball happens. We're not going to talk about the dead ball, uh, Scherzer nonsense. Lindor's a loser. We won't talk about that stuff. We'll just keep it. We'll keep we'll keep where we are right now. The one thing about the Mets this year that I do appreciate is they have been capitalizing on mistakes all year. A team makes a mistake. The Mets capitalize, which is very anti-Met in general. But this year, they're they're, they're really uh, putting that together, which is why they're winning games and why they're scary as a team in the postseason. But uh, I'm definitely ready to fight back on the Yankees fans are not scared of the Mets. They're scared of themselves. Right now, we are literally scared of our yeah, own Yeah, show. I'm not we saying scared, scared of the Mets. Yeah. You're just a scared franchise. You're scared of right everyone. Now, you, you don't want to play I mean, Tampa Bay. You don't want to play Baltimore. Everybody. You don't want to play anyone in your division. You're scared. Dude, the Yankee fans right now. I'm going to smack for a Mets fan. This is crazy. I don't like this. Listen, this the is Yankee like, fans, I, I feel uncomfortable. I'll give them one thing, Alex. The Yankee fans this year especially have been very fickle. Uh, with the fact that we have Aaron Judge as our MVP, uh, the MVP of the league, hit number 47 today against uh, the almighty Scherzer, right? Everyone talking about the stats of how many strikeouts he got. Oh, two for 11, two for 11. Uh, how's, that, how's that home run, number 47 on him? And we, 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 we had the worst injuries, whether it's to our bullpen, whether it's to our batting, you know, our batting lineup, and we're able to overcome, but we just don't get credit. Like, where is the credit to Brian Cashman for getting Trevino over Gary Sanchez, who stinks this year? And Trevino's been unbelievable. Not all, is actually literal all-star. Like, there's been no, nothing about that, right? There's been all, – all we talk about is the negative as Yankee fans because the, it's either championship or bust, which is so stupid. So I definitely agree with that part where it's just like everything's on fire all the time. Right now, it's definitely a time to stru- uh, for panic. But usually, if a team is still up eight games after uh, losing 13 out of 16, so- something's going right. I mean, like, <laughs> so- something is going good. Uh, that's just how I 
Oh, I look oh at my god. You just I just I'm sorry. It's funny because I just saw the Atlanta Falcons try to do a hard count to get the Jets to jump off sides, but in turn the offense jumped. <laughs> Oh <laughs> no! On fourth and one from the one. On fourth yeah. and one from the from the oh, one. Oh, Jalen Mayfield! Great. Shout out to Jalen. That was a great. To bring it back to the Jets stuff, because um, we'll talk more Yankees, Mets. I'm sure in the next pod we're doing right after this. Um, <laughs> that series right there brings me back to John's point earlier in the podcast, kind of when we kicked it off, is about effort and how we're playing. That was an effort play to make a stop on the one yard line running back. I think caught it out the backfield was making a move mm-hmm. to the end zone. I didn't see who came over. Someone came over, made a strong tackle right at the goal line, stopped him at the one, fourth and goal. They choose to go for it, get a false start. Now they're moving back and kicking a field goal. That's the type of effort I want to see for this team. And also, too, something I want to see throughout the second half is uh, is everyone on the same page? I don't want to see confusion. I don't want to see someone running it in and then the quarterback <laughs> throwing it out. I don't want to see, oh, I thought I was handing off to the left, of, uh, you know, but I was handing off to the right. Defensive assignments. No, no, not <laughs> anyone in particular, but like defensive assignments. Man, oh, everyone's shots, getting, don't come watching this show. Everyone's catching strays around here. <laughs> I feel like you guys keep telling me I'm taking shots at people. I, mean, I don't realize I'm doing it, I guess. But um, yeah, so that's my thing. As, as this game goes on, especially in the second half, um, just want to make sure people are on the same page and just seeing good, clean play. Cause there was a couple preseason games. I don't know if you guys caught a bunch of them, but like I was watching the Seattle one earlier in the week or on Thursday, maybe I don't know when it was, but dude, just clunky plays, people tripping over each other and stuff like that. Can't have that. Can't have that right now in this part of the season. So just want to see clean play and want to see the effort maintained through four quarters because that effort saved us four points right there. So yeah. I hear you. And I like, I, I agree with that 100%. I agree with both of you on that take. My thing is that the Jets kind of got bailed out in this one, right? We got a, we got a holding. We got a false start. Like at the end of the day, like effort comes, like the hard work comes. And you need a little bit of luck. Absolutely. And we saw a little bit, we saw the luck though here for the Jets. The Falcons collapsed once they got within, uh, the red zone. So especially within 10, but. We need the, the big thing is like I feel it comes back to like stopping the tight ends, man. Stopping these 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 easy like dunks over 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 the over the over the front seven. This is crazy, absolutely crazy. It's like it's either everyone's protecting the run and everyone's protecting the deep pass, and there's nothing in in between protecting like the soft the soft area of the field, like the 15 yards. It's got to change, man, because this is because it's not only. It's not only the players that have to execute right, and the better the talent, obviously, the better it is. But the scheme also has to make sense too. And this is not this is not saying Sal doesn't know what he's talking about, but and this is just preseason. But want to make sure that as soon as regular season starts, man, facing off against the Baltimore Ravens can't have can't have stuff like this because we'll I get mean, worked. We're gonna I mean, get here's worked. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Alex, and, and why. We really have to hone in on Greg being positive here for the Jets and especially in the red zone. The Jets were literally the worst team in the red zone last year, eclipsing the making the Detroit Lions look good. I mean, we gave up 504 points. I, I mean, we, we had a tough time last year, just in general. <laughs> literally the worst defense in the league, bro. Giving up 30 sacks. 
we're, we're starting out the 15 because we, we took it out of the end zone again. This is what, like, what are we doing, man? This is where we keep shooting ourselves in the foot. Oh, oh, Zonovan Knight, just trying to make the team, bro. You don't make the team by taking knees if you're Zonovan Knight. Yeah, I also if, think if, he, too- if he breaks that out, he's gonna be, it's gonna be all over. I mean, they just called Gary Wilson Lynn Swan. Imagine what they would call Zonovan <laughs> <laughs> Knight if he got a damn touchdown right now. Yeah, I also oh, think, too, on the special team stuff, now that I'm watching it and thinking about it a little more, I think it's also they want them to run it out and take it out because they want to see how everyone else is blocking. Like, a lot of these cuts are going to be true. to special team guys. Like, guys that stay on the roster are going to be special teams players because chances are you're not first or second string guys if you're on the bubble. So they want to see everyone's assignments. They want to see everyone making sure everyone's doing it right, not necessarily on the actual returner, but everyone else that's on the field. So I think that's another reason why they're going to keep taking it out on the preseason. Is this the last offensive down. drive of the first half here? Uh, I hope so. Potentially de- depends on how Mike White and company uh, move down the field, but we got a, oh, not first. We got a, we got a nice y- nine yard uh, toss from Mike White to black. That was good. Now we're up yeah, at uh, getting ready. Floss pissed about that. You think yeah, Mike White's done down. at halftime? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That is not a good toss. Um, I think that, yeah. How do we feel Mike about Mike White. White? How do we feel about Mike White right now? The way that well, he's come out. You're, Matt, you're, 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 you're upset about that late throw, uh, off to the sideline. Obviously should have been intercepted, uh, to Charles Irvin. I agree with you. I mean, at the end of the day, man, he's a third string quarterback. Well, yeah. I, I, I feel like I say the same thing almost well, every single episode. Uh, the depth but is the, fantastic until they have to play. But the thing is, like, I'm asking this question because we're at, we're starting with Joe Flacco, right? And we don't know, like, we're talking about all the protection right now to Joe Flacco, why he's not playing because we need him to start the season. I'm asking you as insurance, how do you feel about Mike White watching him perform tonight? How do you feel if he has to get live game reps uh, going into the season? Are you confident that he can at least manage the game and keep this team in it? Or do you feel like, Protect oh, Joe yeah. Flacco at all costs. No, dude, not at all. I uh, I don't see Joe Flacco ever getting benched unless he gets hurt for Mike White. I think he has too much pride for that, number one. But if Mike White needed to come in this game uh, during a regular season game with starters, we've, seen, we've literally seen that he can do it against the AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I know that sounds like it was a fluke game, but and he did bad, you know, uh, an upcoming game after, but – I'm I'm very confident in him. I think he's the best third string quarterback in the league. <laughs> you know, and I think that he has he's probably top five backup quarterbacks right now. You know, as, as second stringers, I'm okay with it. And we have good news from Zach Wilson, dude. We have good news from Zach Wilson. If Joe Flacco really does like absolutely struggle week one, I bet you Zach Wilson's coming back week two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it, like I don't I don't think that. Uh, that would take too long. Yeah, I know we, are, we kind of need to start wrapping up here too. But uh, So I do want to talk about Zach Wilson, even though he's not playing tonight a little bit. As soon as Zach Wilson is healthy, say for some miraculous reason, we start 2-1 and one or 3-1 and one or something like that, and Zach Wilson's ready to go week five, and he's healthy, he's practiced and everything, are you putting Zach Wilson out there no matter what, no matter what the record is, if we're 0-4, 3-1, 2-2? By week four? Yeah, whatever it is. Say we're say we're one and one. Say we're two and zero, oh, and he's ready to go week three. Whatever yeah. week he's ready to go, no matter what, are you starting him? If he's a hundred percent healthy, I am starting him. 
So even well, if it gives me a great, chance to be patient. Like if if if, if Joe Flacco's two and zero, I'm gonna be like, yo, listen, his knee is not, you know, he needs more time. <laughs> and I would just give that nonsense, you know. But if right, if so if we're healthy, two if we're two and zero and he's healthy, you're keeping him on the sideline and letting Joe Flacco try to go three and zero. Yeah, especially because it's against AFC North. That all works in our favor. You know what I mean? You get to give Zach Wilson the extra day or the extra week. So there's no blame. And listen, if anyone is scared, it's the Jets bringing back Carl Lawson maybe too early, right? He was going too hard maybe too early off that injury. We have Zach Wilson obviously coming in early. We have Mekhi Becton coming back maybe too early, right? We are scared from the last two years. Uh, I I don't I don't think we we we've messed that up by bringing him week one no matter what. But I think if we're undefeated over one and zero, I think we'll bring him out week two. I think if we're undefeated two and zero, we'll bring him out week three. We we keep, we can bring out Flacco week three. If we're three and zero, I mean, and we're going and we're going against the Steelers, like just just leave Flacco, just leave him. You know what I'm saying? Leave like, him until he loses. Let him die. Like let him die out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, like uh, that, that's tough, man. That's really you gotta tough. keep him. You gotta keep him because that's you know tough. what you do. You know what you do, and I know it sounds like we're poo-pooing Zach Wilson if you do that, but you're actually protecting Zach Wilson. Because if we're three and oh and you're bringing Zach Wilson and God forbid we lose, you know, to the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh, which you know, I'll, you know, that should happen. That's like that right now. Terrible towels fine. But then but then but then, but then but then in that scenario, right? If that's the case, say if Joe Flacco goes on this four game winning spree, spree you got to bring him back in the next game. Then you can't have him being fine after four Oh start and be like, you're not going to, you're not going to address him. You're not going to address him. You're going to tell you, he's going to keep saying, Oh, he's hurt. He's rehabbing. Like, no, no but I'm still saying, no, I'm still, I'm saying, not oh, saying that. Fine. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all, but you still need, after you're done playing the Steelers, if that's the case, all I'm saying it's is October. that you have to bring him in. Yeah, you got to bring now. him back. He's dealing with. He, yeah. he, listen, it's, that's only two months off of surgery, right? I know it's supposed to be six weeks. He, he, he's put, he pushed it to eight weeks. Like, okay, you know what I mean? I, I, I honestly, for me, that's protecting Zach because screw the headlines. I, I feel like that's the, my motto here. Screw the headlines, dude. Who cares if you're this is just John? This is just John getting his uh, two quarterbacks. <laughs> Start. Listen, dude. We're not going to dress three quarterbacks. We're not dressing three quarterbacks ever. Uh, that would be the most ridiculous thing we ever did. It's only we're only going to dress two, and we're not going to dress Zach Wilson and put him on to back up Joe Flacco. So exactly. we started Joe Flacco. Zach Wilson's upstairs hanging out, texting moms. Like I don't care what he's doing. Like I don't want you anywhere near the damn sideline. I really don't. But as soon as Flacco messes up, then you get the first team reps. And yeah, we, we, we could, here we go. But the, the realistic truth is Flacco's going to lose a game. If Flacco loses a game, you bring Zach Wilson in if he's, if he's 100% healthy. So, right. So if anything else besides a perfect record, no matter what, if it's three and one, two and one, yeah. and you're still going back to Zach Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then it's like, okay. whatever. I'm sure there's going to be, oh my God. Our secondary yeah. is, is, is looking, uh, buns. It's getting cooked. <laughs> putting the, yeah, put, put them on the grill right now. But no, like I yeah. hear what you're saying. The undefeated. I hear what you're saying. Of course, any other scenario, Zach Wilson comes back in. Even okay. undefeated, though, that's tough, man. Because that's what your 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 that's your future. If he's 100 percent healthy, I get protecting him. 
But if he's a hundred percent healthy, you got to put him back in there, dude. That's just, that's, that's tough. That's tough to say, Hey, yeah, Flacco's gotten us three and oh, four and oh. It's not a quarterback controversy by any means because you know, Zach Wilson still has to get the rest. But the, 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 the concern is, well, now if you take it too far, right? And you're going on this miraculous four and oh spree with Joe Flacco and you're a team that hasn't made the playoffs now. Now the question is, do you just leave Flacco in? Because why ruin something good if you're winning? <laughs> yeah, I've seen takes on Twitter all over the place, which is like so funny that like, like we're so far away from this ever coming up and it's such a crazy thing to talk about. But I've seen people <laughs> say like, no matter what, whether no matter what the record is, you've trot out Zach Wilson. I've seen people say no matter what the record is, you wait until he's week six, week seven, until he's a hundred percent healthy, no matter what. Because if he goes out there and he really injures himself and he's out for the year, you're looking at do we draft a quarterback in the first round next year and you still don't know. But so I want that. If we if we're if we're uh if we're losing, if we have a bad record and Zach Wilson is time to go, like we give him an extra two weeks, and then he gets hurt. Guess what, guys? He's just a hurt quarterback. Like we, He's we too do small. need. We we would need a quarterback next next year's draft. Like I'm okay with that. We need to figure it out because the last thing I want is a Denzel Mims, is a P Ryan, where we're like, oh, okay, maybe year five is the year, man. Like we got this. Like <laughs> yeah, no, I can't do that. Oh no. Yeah. I, so I'm I with can't. you. It's still right. So that's kind of like a little bit of opposite of what you were saying. And I'm kind of the more I've thought about it, the more I've talked it out with people, the more I kind of agree. Like. If Zach Wilson's 100% healthy week four, maybe give him to week five or week six. Be sure that he is ready to go. Because Can't blame us. Once, Don't blame once, the Jets. Exactly. Once he's out there, it's all on Zach Wilson. Then. And what I don't want to, there's no way this is going to happen. But to your point, John, like us being three and one, and then, I don't know, week four or week five then, I don't know who we play week five, but like I'm sure it's going to be like, at Somewhere. the Patriots or home against the Patriots or Bills. Like it's gonna be the amount of Miami, pressure that's Miami, Miami, Miami. Home versus Miami. The amount of Somewhere pressure that's gonna be on him. Yeah, I just don't want that to be the case. Exactly. So just give him Somewhere time. in Bizarro World right now. The Jets are undefeated. <laughs> but listen, yeah. there is well, I, I'll leave you with this though. There is no pressure if we lose to Cincinnati. Like if we beat Baltimore, beat Cleveland, lose to Cincinnati. It's always yeah. what happened last week. Oh, we saw it. Oh, the Bengals came back. They've been circling this game. They want to kill us, but no Jesse Bates. No CJ Uzama. That's going to be a good game, bro. And if they beat us, like, okay, now we're ready to put Zach. So, listen, if, if we're sitting here and we're whining about whether or not we're too good to start Zach Wilson, feed it to me. It to <laughs> yeah, me. I'll take that 100 <laughs> times out of 100. Yeah, I, I think fact. that's a good place to, to, to end because uh, if I see fantasy another, land. Yeah, yeah if I need to see I mean, another tight end. I'm gonna kill myself. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm, how can I keep watching tight ends just keep catching balls? Like this is insane, dude. McCoy wow. Proof. That's who's killing us right now on the field. McCoy Proof. Oh man, uh, as John said, on that note, I can't keep watching. Flag. This. Give me a flag. Can't keep watching. Give me a flag. I mean, I'm gonna keep watching. Gonna have the Jets on. <laughs> but yeah, can't 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 keep talking about tight ends just. Killing the Jets. This is we've done it for too long at this point. But this is a good place to end it. Good stuff, guys. Great conversation. Good show. Great Thank stuff by the Yankees. For another. Yes, Four sir. Ben and Tendi. Let's go. RBI. Let's make sure we get off on that know. good note. You know what I mean? You're-
you already know. <laughs> and for everyone who's been to- tapping in to watching this live, thank you. Thank you to our listeners for coming in. Thank uh, Kept Giggles for, for engaging with us and asking us questions. Thank you for whoever tuned in and couldn't stay for the entire time. Just make sure to subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. All right? And leave a comment. Add to the conversation. Hit that, like, hit that like button. Do all that stuff to support this channel. And if you, have, if you can't watch us live, you know what to do. Or check out the YouTube channel. Please make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. All right? And you can also follow us on social media. That way you know everything keep up to date with us and see how and interact with us and know what we're talking about what's going on out there in the twitter world or wherever social media platform that you use and also make sure to check out winning picks weekly john video producer greg and our guy and host chip murphy these guys go through every sport possible to give you your sports betting takes so make sure to check them out everyone thank you for tuning in for another jets live episode of the next jets etc podcast we out